It's cradle to the grave, you'll be good to each other. I try to be brave, mama. I don't want cold desires, and I don't want to do no favors. You can live your life like a prodigal son. I want to ace, you ain't got no one to roll the dice. Try and keep your head on. People get ready, there's a big ship. Well, welcome back to the record room. I'm Josh. And I'm Owen. And we're the nerds that read the liner notes. What's that, up, all you that roomies? That we are. Yeah, roomies. What's up, roomies? What's up, roomies? You, you want to talk to us right now? Do I, do I want to talk to you? Or do the no, roomies, do the roomies want, to want to talk to us? Oh, I'm sure the roomies want to talk. Um... Hi, guys. How's it going? Oh, how dare you! How dare you do that to our fans? But, no. Hey. How dare you? How dare you? Our rubies don't sound like that. Maybe if they're messing with helium, they sound like that. Okay. All right. Well, maybe that ruby sounds like that. Okay. I I, I ran into this one. I ran into this. This is all my fault. It's a horrible start. It really. I, I is. hope you're. I hope you're happy. I had to. I had to walk her to the other room, Josh. Okay. Well, it's, that was it, really, really mean of you. Okay. Whatever. All right. Yeah. You and the. You and your. You and your voice changing. Uh, my friend Owen, how are you, sir? It's good to Man, see you. Dude, I am good. I am like, at an epoch shift right now because, I literally just got out of work like for a month off yesterday and then this morning i'm starting ap essay grading for a week so it's crazy times in the nesbitt house but the great thing is i can wear shorts so it's a yes. month of shorts regardless bring here the on out. shorts bring them yeah the, them. Shorts, the shorts are the greatest thing ever i've gotten really into the wind shorts Oh, yes, yes, yes. I am truly a dad now. I have more pairs of gym shorts than I should have. but Oh, so yeah. People that's, probably think I'm a professional basketball player. They're like, that that's, those are guy yoga pants. That's <laughs> yoga pants for guys right they there. Are. They are. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, cool, man. I'm glad you're, you're doing what well. What about you? Oh, How, well, how's uh, how's uh, being do double dad now? How's oh that going? Oh my it's it's great, man. Uh, you know, I I am very thankful for grandparents and uh, <laughs> like like my mom will come over and say, "Go take a nap," or you know, "Do you need to run an errand or something?" You know, like today I got out of the house and ran and got some floss and just <laughs> things that I needed, but it was nice to just get out for a minute and come back. That's awesome. But uh, no, it's really great, dude. I I really like hanging out with my kids and uh, we took to the splash pad. Our city opened a brand new splash pad recently. 
Whoa, what is that? Tell me now. Tell Mr. Old Man here what the splash pad is. Okay, so you know how like there's a city park and there's a playground and people go and run, like kids go run, swing and stuff. So uh, think of a splash pad as a water playground, but there are no slides. They're just like water shooting up from the ground or spilling from mechanisms in the air and and there's no telling when what's gonna happen and they're just running around and having fun and it's it's just uh and this water is in chaos. addition to the already city run water park that we have here in town. It's not well, the, it's see, not an NRH2O, is it? I, I no, I'm not talking to NRH2O. I live in I live in uh Wataga. And oh, okay. In, okay. And you live in the NRH. So I live like, in the NRH, right yeah. next to the city-owned water park. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Crazy. Oh, I used like my parents lived behind that. Yeah, and yeah. We lived, and when I moved in, there was nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like we used to walk back there and just hang out in the woods and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. Which now that I've said it sounds really creepy. So yeah. let's move on to our latest list. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Uh, before we get started, is Record Store Day, has it passed or is it coming? What? No, actually, it's tomorrow. Record oh, cool. Store Day is tomorrow. I'll be waking up super damn early and uh, waiting in line. Can you um, can you just tell the listeners, the roomies, what some things you might pick up that oh, we may have to talk gosh, about later? There's so much. Mostly what, I, what I'm looking for tomorrow is live stuff. Uh, there's a couple of uh, shows from like Grateful Dead that are coming out. Mm. Um, Docs actually has an album that's actually put it, being put out by Josie Records, and it's all local acts, and um, so it's it's, it's uh, all like Dallas Fort Worth musicians. Wait, is that the one that has Bastards of Soul, Leon yes. Bridges? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's it's being sponsored by the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, as well. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I want to get a hands on that one too well that looks really docs cool. has like a gigantic box of them i don't know how many box how many albums fit they're in gonna box. sell out yeah well that's they're what gonna I'm going sell for. out i'm going for that at docs that's gonna be awesome and then anything else that i get is that's just you know cherry on top so well cool i i am looking forward to hearing about that one for sure oh yeah for sure Okay, well, today... Oh, and then Kanye is putting out, like, I think it's the Kanye So, like I was out. saying, today... No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Kanye, so I'm not gonna... Yeah, I've seen him in person, so I've seen him live. He puts on a good like show. like that to Yeezy. He puts on a great show, man. He does. He's he's crazy, but he puts on a great show. <laughs> he's very crazy. Um, all right, well, today at the Record Room, let me tell you, tell the roomies what we got cooking. Uh, we're going to give you the latest listen. We've got two albums to review, which should be interesting. Uh, then we got our top three opening lyrics. Top three opening lyrics slash lines to a song. So uh, that's going to be great, and let's stop messing around and actually get to the latest listen. Yeah, what do you say? Before we do that, though, uh, that the, the intro track was uh, the latest release by the great uh, multi-instrumentalist Hiss Golden Messenger, which is really one guy, but, but he's phenomenal. So You know, I always count the opener and the latest listen. It's just yeah, yeah. always there. Yeah. So I always feel like that's part of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, there you go. Oh, and hey, if you're listening, you should know. I'm listening, Josh. I'm talking about the roomies, dude. Oh, oh, but, you're talking about the roomies. Oh. But Did you, you guys say roomies? Guess what? 
you are very there's a very good chance that you are the 300th listener three There's a good chance we just lost like several listeners because of that too. So whatever. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So um, seriously, if you're listening to us, thank you. We we appreciate it. We're gonna keep doing this. So, you know, that's what we like to do. Anyways, latest listens. Uh, Owen, what's the magic question? I think you should go first, Josh. I'm gonna go first. I, I am. Do. Thank you, sir. That would thank you so much. Oblige me, oblige me, brother. Go first. Yeah, no, I'm happy. I'm happy to go first. I'm happy. All right. So, um, my latest listen. This was tough for me this week um, because if you were to ask me right now, there are three really great singles out that uh, if you haven't heard them, you should go hear them. Um, one is John Mayer's new track, Last Train Home. Now, I know some of you are going to be like, Josh, really? Yeah, he's a great guitar player and a great songwriter. And I always feel like you have to listen to what he does because he's he doesn't do the solo album thing like he used to as much. He's kind of found his way into being the side guy for Dead and Company, which is really cool. I hear he's really good at it. Um, and, and he's kind of tooting it is. Yeah. And he's, and he's really, I don't know. He's just, I feel like he's settling in to kind of be in background guy. So if he does put out an album, I, I want to hear what he's done, you know? So that's one. The other one, uh, you you might laugh, but Hanson put out a new single. Bear with me. It's called Don't Ever Change, and they got the lead guitarist from Cheap Trick, Rick Nielsen, to play on it. And dude, it's a Cheap Trick track, if you will. So if you even kind of like Hanson at all, or you really like Cheap Trick, try it. It's great. Check but, and check for me. Yeah, dude, it's a fun song. I really <laughs> I like can it. Hear the the arrows hurtling through space of me right now, but I could give a crap. So. Yeah, right. Who cares, man? It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, but I settled on something that I found a couple of weeks ago because this album dropped by an artist named Dayglow and it wasn't rap and it wasn't dance. And I was like, okay, so it's like indie pop or something. I want to check it out. So I listened to it and, uh, the name of the album is Harmony House. And I was really surprised. It's one of those just kind of, I stumbled onto it and I really, really liked it. And, uh, there's a lot I can tell you about this guy. And I'll tell you a little bit more after we play it, but this is probably the big single off of it. This is called Close to You by Dayglow. Yes. 
So that is close to you by Dayglow. Wow, um, that was really good, man. The the main guy in that is a guy named Sloan. Now it's just him. That's it. And I saw an interview with him, and he said this is the album. This was his COVID album. Like he's just sitting at home, and he did this all himself. And uh, what I found really interesting: if you are a audio nerd and are into things like how things are recorded. He breaks down every song on all of his albums with a YouTube video and shows you the screen and takes you through the effects he used on all of the synthesizers, wow. on his voice and everything. And dude, it is one of the most interesting watches. Like it, it, it tops their 15 to 20 minutes long. Is and that why you want to get a synthesizer? Possibly. 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 Now, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I was shocked that you liked it. Yeah. Why did you? Why were you shocked? Well, because it has that Michael McDonald piano sound. Oh no, 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 no! It's not the. It's not the piano. It's the voice voice? with Michael McDonald. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I was thinking it. They would be a great opener for Coldplay. Yeah. 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 No, it's really great and it's really fun. And if you like that song, you'll like the rest of the album. Yeah, that, because it, now that you pointed that out, thanks, Josh. It does sound like what a fool <laughs> believes. Dang it. Dude, it's okay. You've all right? pickled that song for me now. Oh, no, no, no. No, move <laughs> past it. Move past it because that song is great. Don't let Michael McDonald ruin that for you. But oh, um, no, seriously, it's a it's a really great album. Really great song. Um, so check out Dayglow Harmony House. Yeah, and, that's good stuff, actually. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah. What What about you, Owen? What do you have for us? You well, were telling me that it was a regular I, Owen fair. It is regular Owen fair. It is totally <laughs> predictable. There's nothing new about this. You're going to go, uh, yes. Yeah, so what else? Of course he likes this. But a little background. So um, I have been infected, Josh. I hate to say this. I, ha- I have an infection, and uh, it's a TikTok Work. infection. It's uh, oh, okay. infected by TikTok, and uh, I- I'm a, I'm a regular a regular watcher. Now, the cool thing about TikTok, if you don't know, is that it sort of adapts to your present your your what you save and what you forward. So now my TikTok is all like music and funny crap and animals talking and philosophy like that that's that's all of my heavy hitters so i found this guy well i didn't find him he was on t- he was on my for you for you page he popped up on my for you page and uh, he was really really good so i gave him a follow and listened to the little 60 second clips he had and then i got on spotify and listened to him and then i've since bought some things from him but uh this is his new album it's just come out. He did a whole bunch of singles at first, and uh, you know, you kind of pitch in piecemeal for those to get those. But uh, this is uh, a guy by the name of Drayton Farley, and uh, this is off of his brand new album, and it's called Take Me Back. Take me back to 
the meeting still in fly and take me back to the night and nothing yet to lose had it all left to prove wrong So that is Drayton Farley. And I mean, it's super predictable. I mean, I love it, it but it, it, it sounds just like any other singer songwriter guy, but he's so, like, I love his voice and the lyrical content, especially on this song was kind of Springsteenian, if you will. It reminded me of the, um, like, uh, the topic, if you will, of, um, uh, what was it? Uh, in back to the river or into the river? I think it's called into the river. Uh, down to the river. Down to the river by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, actually, that's just the river. The river. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, the the whole part about we go down to the river, down even though the river's the dry. River. Yeah. Like I just, <laughs> I, I, but there's this whole idea of of wanting to go back and you can't, mm. which I thought was kind of cool. Yep. What did you think, sir? Well, be honest with you, I'm a little disappointed because wow. I saw the title Take Me Back and I had hoped it was going to be a cover of the Frank Stallone classic from Rocky <laughs> from Rocky Take Me Back. Do 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 Take Me Back. And it wasn't. Man, you are and the deep so, cut soundtrack guy. I'm so I'm so bummed. But honestly, <laughs> uh it, I mean I, I I like the lyrics. It doesn't move the needle. Yeah, for me. I mean it's not it, your thing. It really isn't. But but you know what? I I get the connections, and it's like it turns the tumblers it, to my soul. Like everything just falls into place for me. It though. does feel very Springsteenian. Like yeah, it does yeah. go. It almost would. I wonder if you could fit it in with like, I don't know, the river as yeah. far as like maybe a like a sequel. Or right you know? totally but yeah. um no yeah it just doesn't doesn't yeah, move the needle I mean, it, that's totally cool that's why they make vanilla and chocolate sir it, indeed and i like them both <laughs> exactly so that that's a weird thing <laughs> uh give me that neapolitan y'all no yeah. <laughs> all right well we had some albums come out and uh that we did we need to talk about them because yes. they're they're not they're bands that have great reputations that aren't worth sneezing at. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't pass on these guys if they do something, right? So however, 
we'll we'll see we'll see what everybody thinks uh owen you know what 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 do you want to start with oh you know either one um i would actually i think i'd like to start with the black keys let's do it so, let's do it um, you got a you got a track you want to play yeah i do and i think one of the things that the roomies probably are going to see really quick is that josh and i kind of have differing opinions on these um they're both they're not like polar opposite attitudes but they are differences um so one of the things that i really liked about the delta cream album is the fact that it's covers right oh yeah yeah reset this real quick before you get okay. too far so it's it's uh it's dan arbach and patrick carney in there and they when they came back they said let's do a covers album and most of it is the what is it delta or I, what kind of blues is it? Because it's a lot was, of it's Delta blues. Yeah. yeah it's sure. Delta blues, right? Delta so, blues. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's so, some Chicago in there. RL Burnside's very huge, very big Chicago blues guy. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, it's all good. No worries. Um, so the selections that I, the, my favorite songs were also my favorite songs from other, from the other artists as well. Um, as I, and I, I think that's kind of how I look at cover albums. I, I kind of juxtapose the two and see how, see how they are. So I probably am going to be a little more, I don't know. It, it makes me like it more than it probably would in isolation. So I'm going to play a couple, just a, maybe not even a couple, but a couple of just some, uh, just some tracks here for you. This first one is uh okay so it's the third track on the album and it's uh on the black keys album it's poor poor boy a long way from home and then the rl burnside song that it's a cover of is actually just called poor boy so here is the black keys version So there you go with that. I mean, it's your standard sort of AAB, AAB blues song, right? That, um, that was that was one of the ones I actually did like. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, do, yeah. Do you know what it made me think of the first time I heard it? No. Did you ever see Crossroads? Yes. Yes, God, I did. It totally made me think of Crossroads immediately. The, the, right. the thing at the end where they were playing with the devil when he was doing the dead, that same drum beat. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that, 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 that movie was terrible. Stevie but, Vai. Yeah, Steve. Vai. Ralph Macchio beat uh, Stevie Vai in a guitar picking contest, and we'll never believe it. <laughs> uh, oh did man! You, did you have another one? 
Yeah, I did. I wanted to play a little bit of the original, though, first. Oh. So this okay. is the R.L. Burnside version, just so you can kind of, for comparison's sake. So here's this one. I won't play much, but you'll get the point real quick. version is a lot more crisp oh and, totally. and, absolutely and obviously it was much more, more well produced yeah but sure. solid cover like yeah, solid yeah cover. exactly i just love it from like a historical perspective because it's that 12 bar aab blues that just is awesome for sure so um and then the other song i liked was uh cold black maddie uh and i'll play a little bit of that one too here it goes, Cold Black Maddie by the Black Keys. So yeah, so there's that one. It's still 12 bar, but it's not AAB. Uh, it's just kind of cool. And that the original was done by uh, uh, Rainy Bar Rainy Burnett, which was an awesome blues. I love I love when sometimes they get like conversation or the tail end of a conversation. <laughs> I know before, it's so cool. Before you start, because you sit, you're like, oh, what were they talking about? Yeah. You know? It's that, like that, you're sitting, you're listening, you get to listen in on something you're not supposed to hear. Right. But it's it's still cool. It's almost yeah. like flying fly on the wall for just a moment. Right. You know? So okay. I like this album because it, to me it's a send up of their of uh, of their roots, especially R.L. Burnside, because they have mentioned many, many times in many, many moments how much they owe to R.L. Burnside. So and actually, I think Dan Auerbach has even produced a couple of R.L. Burnside albums. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I like it just as a as a as a homage, an homage, if you will, to their uh, their roots, the people that got them there, the giants that they stand upon the shoulders of. So, what do you think, Josh? Hammer it, man! I uh oh well okay so I. How do I put this? I don't dislike the album. I don't love the album. It's just kind of there. It's just kind of meh. It's it's like 
I was really excited when I heard they were doing this because I thought, oh, wow, Blue's cover album, you know? Uh, and then I heard it and I was like, okay, it, it's a little jarring only because now I'm used to, and, and I was with, and I like the first few Black Keys albums where it's just the two of them, but I've followed them all the way up to gold through the, you know, gold on the ceiling. And I'm just like, okay, I, I want fever. I want, I, I, you, you went so far with your experimentation and pushing your sound that I want more of it, but I'm not going to get it because you've, you've stepped so far back now that it's just, you know, there again, I don't, I don't know any other way to say it. It's just, an average album and and that makes perfect sense right i mean if you if you have dug all of the i guess uh artistic chances they have taken over the last decade then yeah this would definitely be a step back and like like i said i don't know that i would like it as much if it weren't sort of from a historical perspective because i i love musicology i love music history so much i'm a big time nerd yeah so uh it's just to me, it's an album to juxtapose next to the originals and just kind of compare. Well, and that's totally cool. And I'm, uh, I, you know, the history part of it, I, I, I'm right there with you. Right. But I just, I don't know what I expected. I just can see, and this is horrible of me. I can see the kind of people who would dig this album, uh, in, in their drinking wine coolers hanging out on the patio of a bar somewhere and i'm just like not that that's wrong not that there's anything bad about that because i know a lot of our listeners are probably like and your problem no it's cool but that's the vibe it gives and i just i don't know like i I almost the places this thing belongs is on on a patio bar or playing on your bluetooth speaker while you're like grilling hamburgers and hot dogs on the 4th of July. Like that that's where this thing lives. And nothing wrong with that. And that, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're wanting something that is great or 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 like a step above or whatever, this is not it for me. Right. This is I, uh, I will I will take your analogy of the uh, patio wine cooler or patio grilling scene, let's say, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter which which part of the marital unit it is, right? Let's say you're, just to throw things around, let's say you're the wife, and you were really, really, really into Delta Blues, and your husband really, really, really likes the Pussycat Dolls, Right? Wouldn't this then be a chance for them to come together on something? Oh, like, yeah. Wouldn't it be an opening door for that really uh, pop-loving husband to come in and, and hang out with the blues-loving matriarch of the family? I mean, I'm not a marriage counselor like you, Owen, but <laughs> maybe. You know, I will say this. Here's what I will say before we move on and we grade this thing. You know what it most reminds me of when I hear it? What, Josh? What does it's, it remind you of? It's a ZZ Top album. Okay. But it's it's a pre-80s ZZ Top album, but it's not much more than that. 
and it's not one of the ones with hits on it. That's what, what? it is. Wow. You just trashed all over my favorite era of ZZ Top, Josh. What? That's No, I like that era. I love, like, Jesus just left Chicago and yeah, waiting Brown on the sugar. bus. Mm. And, Brown sugar yeah, I love, so good. I, I love all that stuff, but it this is like, you know I'm right. Like, this is, it's, that's what it is. By the way, tensest moment ever teaching had to do with ZZ Top, by the way. So, I... <laughs> I had a student I taught AP at the time, and uh, we were doing, uh, we were, they, they were going to do, she was going to some choir cops, so she was dressed up, right? And she actually had a pearl necklace on, and there was another guy who was like, ha, ha, she's wearing a pearl necklace. And it, all the, everyone was laughing, and she was like, Mr. Nesbitt, like, what what are they doing? They're, they won't tell me what they're laughing at. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to tell you either. I'll get fired if I tell you. Yeah, for sure. It's best you stayed away from that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you either. Okay. Well, let's let's rate this bad boy and move on to the next one. All right. Let's what, do it. What say you for the Black Keys covers album Delta Cream? I'm gonna give it. Um. So my baseline is. Seven, if you now, I'm not saying it's a seven. My baseline is a seven if it is something you could put in the background and listen to, and you don't go, Oh my god, that's terrible, right? That's passing, it's a passing album. I think this is more than that to me. It's something I would take attention to and and listen to. So, it therefore, it has to at least be a seven and a half. I think it's an eight, though, for me, because I think. I would go, ooh, I really like this cover. Like I think I really do think it would grab me by the ears and get my attention for a little while. And I'm not saying it would it would keep my attention for the entire album. That's nine ten category. But I think it has moments of amazingness. So maybe not amazingness. I'm grading APSAs right now. Moments of uh it's it's consistent. It's a consistent album all the way through. Okay. <laughs> I um well, I mean consistent for sure. Uh yes. but for me, it's probably not much higher than a six. It's wow, okay. It's it's a six for me. I just I don't know. I listened to it about three or four times. Yeah. All the way through. And about the fourth time, the third time I thought this I thought it was boring, and the fourth time I said, "Why am I still listening to this?" Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. it, and and that's just, it's just the nature of the beast, I guess. But yeah, six for me. I, now bad. I'll say this: I'm going to add this little disclaimer in. This caveat, if you will. I, I am a completist, and I have all their other albums, so yeah, I will probably sure. end up getting the album yeah. just because. Yeah, me too. I have the rest of them. Yeah. But yeah, it won't be one that I probably revisit at all. That so. was the last pre, I was the last concert before COVID I went to was the Black Keys. Oh, at, at Dickie's Arena? Yes. It was Shannon and the Clams opening up for was, uh, Dickies Was Dickie's built very well for a concert? It was amazing. It sounds so great. It was the second, that uh, was the second like concert that, that had ever been there. It's the second event that had ever been there. Like, I think some, like, uh, you know, some, uh, like, uh, 
Asian pop band was there fire like the day before and then it was the black keys and then that was come it. on musicians come on down we got we got places for you to play that are awesome that aren't yes we do come on let's do it <laughs> and for and fort worth crowds will lose it they will lose yeah it they you. will the music fort worth crowds are really into music that's totally yeah. true and i think that that's 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 word that we need to get out because um what I've noticed is that as concerts are starting to open up again now after COVID, there's a lot of bands that are skipping the Metroplex entirely. And I wonder sometimes if they think of the Dallas aesthetic continuing into Fort Worth. And I don't think they're the same musically at all. No. There's a lot of ways that, that maybe that I don't want to make a lot of comparisons, but I think musically Fort Worth is head and shoulders above Dallas. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But like I totally agree, like Larkin Poe's coming to Austin right. and and nowhere near DFW. Yeah, exactly. And uh, for the Foo Fighters, they're playing Tulsa. Right. Totally skipping Texas again. That's what they do, you know. So like, yeah, I don't fully get it. I, I, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with scheduling. Yeah. You know, it's Fort Worth, so I'm sure there's a rodeo at Dickies or something. But even then, I'm like. What about the Fort Worth Convention Center? There's been some shows there, right? You know, uh, there there they are, are places. knocking that down though. I well, okay, yeah. But I saw Muse there, yeah, uh, a couple of years ago. Well, it's probably been more than a couple, right? Whatever, whatever. Let's move on to our next Tulips album. Tulips is a really cool place, and it's a medium sized venue. So if I was still in a band, probably would have played there. Yeah, Tulips is really cool. Yeah. Morgan but, Wade is playing at Tulips, I think, in September. Are you serious? Yes. That might be a good one to go to. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Man on the Street. Man on the Street one would be good. I still think this, the Skid Row one would be really good. Dude, I'm scared to do Man on the Street there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. Right. Yeah. I love how we, Sebastian Bach... We have to Bach... really have our game on. That, that, that video where Sebastian Bach is like, I'm here with the members of Skid Row. And there's no one there. And I yeah. was like, Are you, did you just throw people Boy, under the bus? What has He's not aged well. Either. No. No. That's a hard 50 or whatever. None of those 80s metal guys have. Like, they've <laughs> all, it's just, just bad. All right. Owen, what, what do we got now? What are we all right. reviewing So next, next up is the Lord Huron album, right? Yeah. What's the title of that one? Uh, Long Lost. Okay. Isn't it let's see. right? Let me let me verify that for you. Yes, long lost. Long lost. Correct. What are you gonna let's, do with that one? I'm gonna let you go first on that one. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh I have boy. two songs that I picked to play. Do you want me to play my songs that I picked? Play your songs, because I don't have a favorite. Go. <laughs> this is gonna be just for our roomies. This is going to be something that Josh and I massively disagree on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I heard this album, and I immediately fell in love with it, and I've listened to it like 20 times, and I went to Docs immediately and bought it. Um, but it also, I think the reason I love it is also maybe one of the reasons Josh doesn't like it. It has a kind of a Southwestern sound that has not been on the other albums, and I love that. It made me think of this other band that I totally love called Calexico. So 
not only did it make me revisit all of Lord Huron's albums, but it made me go revisit all of Calexico's albums as well. So uh, my favorite song on this album is called, and it's several songs in, it's called 20 Long Years, and I'll go ahead and cue that up for you guys. Here we go. I've a tale or two to tell you But the booze just makes me slow Oh, I could rack my brain Remembering But I guess maybe I'll just go There's a method to my madness There's a secret to this time How there's a reason I think that is the most Lord Huron sounding of the tracks on the album. Um, but you do have some strings in there, and that was one of the biggest things that I noticed on the initial listen was that this album is stem to stern strings. Uh, it's really, I think it's really cool. Um, this next song I want to play, I just want to play a little bit of uh, Not Dead Yet, which is my second favorite album or song on this album. Here we go. <laughs> play much of that because you guys have already heard that if you are a a longtime listener that was one of our uh, intros about a month ago i guess i'll take it back that that's one of my favorite that probably is my favorite song excellent yeah thing. no it's yeah, a great it. it's a great freaking song for sure but i just like i said i like it because it reminds me of kind of it's got a southwesterny vibe it's i love the strings it's just different enough from what they've done before to me to be interesting and also, like I said, it reminds me of this other band, Calexico, that I really like. So, Josh, go for it. Fire okay. away. So, first of all, you'll 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 be impressed. I'm not completely country illiterate. Some of the album, because I, I listened to it multiple times, try and figure out what I should be seeing or whatever. Some of the albums, uh, there are tinges of Glenn Campbell. That, that I picked up on with the strings, you know, the old, uh, the rhinestone cowboys and the, and the Wichita linemen and the Galvestons and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And that's all wall of sound type stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, California I, but, influence. Yeah. Sure. But, and, and really this isn't, 
it is a wall of sound and it isn't because they've got their vocals are so drenched with reverb that 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 is taking up a big chunk of the sound you know um but i uh man just it didn't move me i i feel so bad because like i'm just feel like i'm just pooing on everything tonight but uh (laughs) but but honestly i just um i've been a lord okay be quiet i've been a lord huron fan for a while like i i was around for the first album dug the second album had to go back and listen to the third one because i missed it but for me lord huron hasn't been good since the second album and and i it's that really horrible claim of you know do you get better or do you experiment more do you push the boundaries more or do you continue doing what you're doing because it works for you? And this was a band when I heard them the first time I said, there's a lot of potential here. There could be some really interesting things. And so the first album, they kind of showed off what they could do. The second album, they showed more of that potential. And then the third album I was like, okay, I don't, you're not doing it. And then the fourth album, as Owen and I were talking about it, it really is a return to form, but I'd almost rather them just, I don't want to say rehash the second album, but return to that sound and not go with the strings. Because the strings, while it's it's nice, I didn't feel like they were done well. Um, I just, I don't know what it was. There was something about the strings that, Every time they came on, I was like, okay, it kind of sounds like what you did the last song with the strings. Like, or, didn't, me, it didn't feel I like there was a, a question? variation. When, when you say they weren't done well, <clears throat> do you mean that they weren't maybe as prominent in the mix enough? You know, I'm, maybe I would have felt differently if they were up more. Because I, I would totally agree with that. I would have liked to have heard more of it. Yeah, almost like Weezer did when they did the 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 OK Human album. I mean, they owned it. They dumped, they jumped both feet into the pool, and it does not. I mean, comparing those two, definitely Lord Huron was dipping their toe into the the, the shallow end. Yeah, my my cousin got tickets to uh, the Green Day Weezer Fallout Boy oh, wow. concert, and and I said, dude, I'd actually be interested in seeing weezer he goes well i hope they don't just play all their new stuff i go dude their last two albums are g like they're pretty fun and specifically okay human like i would love for them to just come out with okay here's us and our big band our big orchestra exactly that would be amazing yeah but uh yeah i just it just didn't move me it didn't move the needle as we always say uh i i tried man i gave it I was more intrigued by this than I was by the Black Keys. Album. Oh wow! Okay. So so there was some pull there, but it wasn't a lot. Right. So after a while, like I think the third or fourth listen, I said, "Okay, I've got what I want from this. I don't know that I need much more." So, I'm I'm hoping that Lord Huron does something really interesting on the next album because that makes this, sense because it might be time to rip chord for me. And, <laughs> I've often told you that one of the qualities to be on my all-time favorites bands list is to become an apologist for the band. 
and I've gotten there with Lord Huron. Like I think that's probably where I am. Like I can I can be an apologist for this album. Yeah, for sure. So, I get it. All right, let's rate it. I'm gonna give it. Um, <clears throat> if Delta Cream is an eight, I'm gonna give this one an eight point five. All right, very cool. Very because cool. it grabbed me more seriously. Like it really. I mean, it it really did pull some heartstrings for me. All so, right. and I would say it does it more consistently than Delta Cream does. So it's a little, a little further up the the list, a little higher on the rubric, if you will. Okay. Well, um, for me, I feel like it's a more creative album than Delta Cream. If you're going to compare the two, for sure. Which, which I'm I'm not really trying to do, but if I right. am comparing the two, I would say that there's definitely more thought there. You've got strings in it. It does kind of sound at times like they're trying to do something different, but it's like you said, they're just dipping their toes in. They're not right. really yeah. fully headfirst diving in. So I'm actually going to go out and give this thing a seven. Okay. Um, that, that kind of is interesting because we're both the same degree higher. Almost. Yeah. So it, it is, it's probably one better. I still wouldn't go out and buy it. One louder. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's one louder. It's one louder. It's one louder, isn't it? It's one, uh, but no, I, I, it's it's an interesting album. They're an interesting band, but it's just it's again not. It doesn't really do anything for me. It's just it's there. I felt like I had that on my sound thing. No, that's not it. Hello, no, hello. That's not it. Oh. I guess I didn't. One loud. Yeah, why there it goes. Make ten louder and make ten be the top number and make that a little louder. These go to 11. One louder. <laughs> One louder. Ah, yes. That's fun. Well, there you go. If you're uh, if you're feeling like buying Delta Cream or uh, Long Lost by Lord Huron and the Black Keys album Delta Cream, then go for it, I guess. Yeah, That's both of them thing. are in my collection already. So, yeah, so I bought them both on vinyl. Do your thing, whatever. I got to say... Um, I was really excited today because yeah. why today, sir? Well, mammoth yesterday was national iced tea day. So well, I'm, I'm no, 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 today no, no, uh, the Wolfgang Van Halen album dropped oh, yeah. today, mammoth WVH. And I'm hoping to have a review ready for you guys for that. Probably Excellent. not the next episode. Next episode is going to be pretty fun. It's a very summary episode. I would say. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a take it easy when you kind think of episode. A, when, yeah, it's a take it easy yeah. kind of episode. You know, yeah. life yeah, in the fast out lane. On the Seven Bridges Road, you know. Kind of episode, you know. Uh, Boys of Summer kind of yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. I think we've teased it well enough. We'll yeah. just move on. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, if you haven't had a chance and you are craving some straightforward rock and roll, I'm just throwing that out there now. Go pick up Mammoth. Yeah. WBH. Awesome. Dude. Can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, man. It's fun times. Uh, well, I believe that brings us to our top three. And yeah, our top does, three sir. this week was um, actually suggested by my wife. So I want to give her credit. It was the top. No. Yes. No, don't do that. No. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah. the one I was looking for. 
It's uh, top three opening lines slash lyrics. So I, I'm sure Owen would agree that if you've got a good opening lyric, it it kind of sells the song sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes um, it's the hook. That's yeah, what I was really looking is. for with my list was what so, made you want to continue listening. Yeah. Do you have, um, before we get started, I know we've never done this before, but I was just thinking about it because there was like this huge list of really great opening lines. Right. Um, we're obviously, we're not going to play them. Right. But do you have a couple that you want to like just throw out there as honorable mentions before we get to our top threes? My, one, probably. Okay. So number four for me was more than a feeling because turned on some music to start my day. Lost myself in a familiar song, closed my eyes, and I slipped away. And I love that because I'm such a musical nerd. And then that riff, man. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. I can you know, I love that. Um, I don't know. What about you? What do you have? Uh, so I had a couple. And, okay. and it, one, one was the Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. Uh, yeah. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Yeah. You know, like, just built... And this is the English teacher in me <clears throat> building that character right totally. off the bat. Like yeah. that's great character development. Like, yeah. And then my other one would have had to have been the sound of silence. The hello darkness, my old friend. Oh, that's a great line. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> line. So the other one that, that I had actually came out of a, a, not a, not an argument, but a debate more um, with my wife about this song. And it was uh, Fiona Apple's Criminal. Oh, and I, bad girl. Yeah, I've been, I've been careless with a delicate man. Delicate man. Oh yeah, dude. It took some, it took some convincing, but once I thought about it, I was like, dude, that is a solid opener. (laughs) That is a solid opener. And she delivers it so well too. Yeah, she really does. Like that, that gets you in. (laughs) Yeah, definitely for sure. But uh, who wants to go first? I, I'm easy, sir. Who went first last time? Oh, I went first for the latest listen. Would you like to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Absolutely. All right. So, um, all of mine are pretty. I'm going to deviate from the norm here and not introduce mine uh, prior to because, <coughs> sorry, um, all of mine are pretty well. Two of the three are very well known. Um, I will say this. No, I won't even say this. I'm going to play this first and then tell you the story afterwards. So here's my number three opening line. One old brown shoe falls in slow motion And the bed springs hover right above your head As bed springs do
So, yeah. I love that because it's like one old brown shoe falls and then the bed springs are above your head. Like what, what's going on with it? It just makes you want to listen. Like what's going on here? Well, and it turns out it's a song that he uh, he's trying to catch his woman in bed with another man. And she does. And, and he does. And you can imagine because, you know, he he has a blue steel 45 and pride. So it's one of those awesome, awesome country murder ballads. Dude, you're starting out dark. <laughs> I remember is... when I taught, man, my kids would always tell me how hard gangster rap was. And I was like, oh, it's not nearly as hard as country. Let me let me play you some stuff. Truth. <laughs> and that was one of them. So that is the old 97s, but it's fronted not by Rhett Miller, by Waylon freaking Jennings, the great Waylon Jennings. So they got together. Waylon Jennings was a fan of the old 97s. They're like, dude, we should do something. And so they ended up in a studio and they recorded a couple tracks. And uh, there's a story behind this one specifically. So um, in the second verse, um, Waylon says this line, try to find a doctor that'll prescribe an elixir that'll make everything better. But Waylon can't say elixir. He keeps saying Excelsior. And so you can imagine, like, Rhett in the control room, like, crap. Like, how am I going to approach Waylon Jennings saying you, you're not saying the right word? And uh, so and, but everyone and, was looking at him, like, and, knowing that Rhett was going to have to be the guy to do it. Right? And not have him beat him senselessly. Right, or just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I'm Waylon damn Jennings. <laughs> so talked him off the ledge there. And uh, he was like, hey, uh, Mr. Jennings. Uh, I'm sure he said Waylon. Um, do you, do you, have you heard, do you know what an, elix an elixir is? He was like, I feel like I should, but I, honestly, I don't. He's like, well, it's an old word for medicine. He's like, well, I should know that. They did a few more tracks. He never couldn't could get it right. So Red had this idea. He said, what if we make elixir, not a word, a phrase? So he says, <laughs> Waylon, pretend that there are two women who love each other very much. And what do they do? An elixir. <laughs> and Waylon laughs and goes, I like you. You're sick. <laughs> and they did it. They, he knocked it out the next time. <laughs> so I just, I love that. I love that story. Like he, that's, uh, I know exactly what I, what Waylon Jennings was thinking. Annie Elixir. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so wow. yeah, well, now go back and listen to it now. And then, and then listen to him. Cause you can see, he goes, an Elixir. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so good. So that was my number three. Uh, and the, the, my other two, you're, you're not going to have any problems uh, knowing these. So I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to go. Chinese 
is called Lee Ho Fuchs. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. So, yeah. So, I mean, how can you get, I mean, much more intrigued by, I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. What? And then it was followed up by walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. Let's <laughs> Which is so great. And while we're at it, can we, can we add Kid Rock to the enemy list? Yes. Kid Rock is definitely on the, he's already on the enemy list. L yeah. If we haven't done that yet, let's. Because that song is fantastic. Yeah. I love that song. And when I he hear good songs get yeah, ruined. Yeah. That little piano riff. and the Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so, so wrong. So wrong. Yeah. So, anyways. Okay. So that's my two. And then I, I, I really don't know how you can dispute or get any better than this. Oh, my God. God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. But, you know, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt. It's just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look. She's just so... I like big. All right, guys. The so, inevitable Sir Mix a Lot. So when I hear that song now, and I hear that dum 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 dum, and then the drip that I love the drip that's well, bloop, bloop, but what I bloop. immediately start hearing, dum, 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 I start thinking, oh my god, the Blue Man Group are playing on this. <laughs> the tubes, <laughs> yeah, the tubes. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. They were, PBC is an instrument. What they're do you know? OGs, man. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> so those are my top three. That's a solid top three. Thank you, sir. For I really real. like the, the the number one. I, I, I would hold that one up against anybody for best best uh, opening line. Well, it's a, I mean, it's truly memorable. You know? Like, <laughs> it is. Truly. It's iconic. Yeah, for all I can, our Gen I Z, still, uh, our roomies, it's iconic. And, and I still remember the video for that. The, <laughs> Me too. You know, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> not like that, but the that part of the song, oh, right? Okay. With the with the the okay, whatever. Let's move on. I still love the anaconda line. I'm not going to say it, but I love it. Okay. All right. So, hey man, it's been a it's been an interesting show tonight. So yeah, doesn't really matter. It would be fun to hear uh, Record Room Mouse to say that line sometime. Let's not do it tonight, but yeah, yes, yeah, let's for not. sure. But sometime. I'll, I'll talk to Record Room Mouse and see if I can talk her into it doing it. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go to my top three. <laughs> and Your turn, uh, sir. Because because I'm impressed with the way that you did it, I'm going to do it the same way. Excellent. So, okay. So um, without any sort of parade or party or big lead in here we go here's and number so here is my number three for top three opening lines
is Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis for my number three spot. Some interesting things about that song. Uh, Number one, there was a fight as to who was going to sing that song. Really? Uh, Yeah, Noel had two songs that he was possibly going to sing. And Wonderwall was one of them. And Don't Look Back in Anger was the other. And he heard his brother, Liam, do Wonderwall. And he said, oh, no, that's it. You're doing it. Like, you've got to do it. And he hated Wonderwall. He did not want to sing it. He said, that's the worst song I want. Don't look back in anger. He goes, too late. You're perfect for that song. It's one you're going to do. I'm going to do Don't Look Back in Anger. The other thing uh, about that song is when it says, stand up beside the fireplace. Take that look off your face. That. He quoted that directly from his mother when she would try and get them together to take pictures. And it and it it hits harder when you know that, I feel like, because it's kind of like, oh, man, like we all have those memories. But going back to the opening line, slip inside the eye of your mind. Don't you know you might find a better place to play? And, And I love that line. And I actually thought, Two, two things. Number one, it's a great line, and there's a lot in there that you can unpack. But number two, I thought Owen probably really appreciates that line. Yeah, like, just definitely. because just because of like how you are and uh, your your spirituality and all that stuff. So um, it would I, be also be a great T-shirt. It's very T-shirt slogany. It's, it's a, oh, it, would be, oh, it would make a great T-shirt. For sure. Also, before we move on to number two, I'm going to say it. That's the best that's the best single off that album yeah ever totally. there are people I who would come up 100 there are people who would say it's wonderwall no there are people who would say it's champagne supernova it's a fun song but yeah. no don't look back in anger has such staying power it's such a great song yeah but uh anyways let's move I, on let's... i did just want to point out that josh said number two yeah <laughs> Well then, let's move on to number two. There, there was there, there it was. I was waiting for that. Okay, here we go. I get up in the evening, and I ain't got no. I come home in the morning I go to bed feeling the same way I ain't nothing but tired Man, I'm just tired and bored with myself Hey there, baby I could use just a little help You can't start a fire You can't start a fire without a spark This gun's for hire 
that is the boss, Bruce Springsteen with Dancing in the Dark. Bruce Springsteen and the mighty E Street Band on that Definitely. One. I do want to point this out because I was throwing all these songs in the Spotify playlist for our latest listen. The little video that plays is him dancing with Courtney freaking Cox. Yeah, that was like her first big job. <laughs> That's her first so big dumb. job. Doing an um, American bandstand white girl dance. Yeah, but the so the lyric to this one, and Springsteen is just a killer lyricist, but this one, and I was telling Owen about this, man, that that opening line, it hits me so hard every time, like every time I hear it, it hit me harder when I was just starting to work and I was single and I was living that life, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's a killer, killer lyric. It's a killer lyric. I dig I it. I just love the fact that, that you have the, the oppositional terms being used to get up in the evening. Yeah. And then in the morning he goes to bed feeling the same way. I just, I love that. Yeah. Well then, and even the line that comes after, I ain't nothing but tired, man. Yeah. I'm just tired and bored with myself. <laughs> like who hasn't been there? Yeah. Who hasn't exactly. like, man, I'm just tired and bored with myself. <laughs> and it's just, it's just really cool. Now there are some eighties tropes to that song, you know, this guns for hire and, but dude, it's so good. It's such a great Springsteen song. Now, interesting thing about that song. This was as close to number one as Springsteen ever got. And it was Makes because sense. and it was because of the artist that's at number one on my calendar. Oh, way to pitch it to yourself. I like that. Mm-hmm. So it's here's like number one. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be alright. Instead of asking how much of your time is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby. Cause in this life, things are much harder than in the afterworld. This life, you're on your own. And if the elevator tries to break you down, I uh, I challenge people to find something that's more joyful than that track. That's that's up there with "Baby Got Back" in terms yeah, of opening lines. I yeah, man. You, well, okay. So, for if you don't know, it's Prince. Let's go crazy. But what I love about the opening lines from that is it's not just opening lines; it's a freaking sermon. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like it's a sermon. We're gathered here to today to get through this thing called life. That's heavy. That's heavy. And I also like the whole the whole musing about like, 
you can always see the sun day or night. Well, Prince, quick question. How, how can I tell if it's nighttime, if I can always see the sun? I can always see the sun. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're, you're a, yeah, you're definitely princing out right now, aren't you? I'm just going to back I have up. a funny story about this. So I once uh, dated a, a, a single mom and uh, she had a son who was 10 or so and uh, she had just had the talk with him about Santa not being real, right? So he wanted to have a funeral for his elf on the shelf. <laughs> Talk about awkward and weird, right? And here I am. And so he goes off and goes to bed or whatever. And she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Help me do this. This is so weird. So I wrote down, dearly beloved, <laughs> we're gathered here today to get to this through this thing called life. Oh, wow. I just wrote that part. And here's, here's the elegy right here for you. That was good. That was it was good sort job. of a you know a joke saying like I'm not really going to get involved in this, but she ran with it. That was that was the sermon. That was the elegy. I bet. Of course, he the thought, kid didn't know any better. Like he's going to say, he, I bet his he thought his mom worked really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's great, man. That's really good. <laughs> and. It, Brings us to the end of another record room. Another wonderful, wonderful record room. Uh, I uh, I always enjoy chatting oh, with you, Owen. The on banter the is room. top shelf. It, it absolutely Grade is. Grade A, grain-free, cage-free, cruelty-free banter. Indeed. I'm, I am looking forward to the next episode. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be very summery. Very it summery. is going to be very summery. We're it's going to have it's boys of summery. Yeah, we're going to talk about, like, the Rocky Mountain Way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, the, I, and life's been good to me. Don't have lion eyes with me, Josh. Oh, well, life's been good to me so far, so I don't, I don't have problems. But you know what? You know what? The heat is on. The heat is on. Yes, on yeah. the street, even. Yeah. Indeed. And, and, and you know, if you're on the street, you're probably living life in the fast lane. Well, and that means you belong to the city. <laughs> you belong to the night. God. It's too late to be continuing this uh, this line <laughs> of stupidity. <laughs> yeah. So uh, come back when we talk about the Eagles and stuff. So uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm Josh. And I'm Owen. And this is The Record Group. Adios. It's great to the great, we'll be good to each other. I try to be fair, mama. I don't want no desires. I don't want to do no favors. You can live your life like a prodigal son. 